For Arizona Public Media, I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor Emerita in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Today our guest is Michael Marty, Assistant Professor in Chemistry and Biochemistry. Uh, Michael's interested in the detailed structure of proteins that sit in our cell membranes and could possibly be used in the development of therapeutic drugs. Welcome, Michael. Thanks for having me. We're delighted to have you here. Yeah. Let's start with a description of what membranes, the membranes that surround our cells, are made of. What's their molecular makeup? You know how oil and water don't mix when you mix them together? Well, a cell needs a way to separate itself from the rest of the world. And so what it does is it wraps itself in a thin layer of oil, and those are called lipids, and specifically a phospholipid bilayer, because there's two layers of these molecules that wrap around. Um, and they have a hydrophobic part, which doesn't like water, and a hydrophilic part, which does like water. That's sort of the oil and the water phase. Um, and yeah, this surrounds all of our cells and all of the organelles within the cells, and it helps separate and create boundaries. And in those lipids, embedded in those lipids, are proteins that have all yeah. sorts of different functions. Tell us about those. Yeah, so just like, you know, if you have some sort of wall, you need a way to get through it. You need a door or some sort of crossing. And proteins live within the membrane, and they help shuttle things in and out. Different types of proteins, different types of lipids, other things that are associated as well. You're especially interested in antimicrobial proteins that can sit in, in cell membranes. Is yeah. That right? Well, they're, they're not quite proteins. We call them peptides. Peptides. Yeah. Short, short bits of exactly. protein. Exactly. It's, it's like a protein. So a protein is just a chain of amino acids, which is a type of biomolecule. Um, and a protein is a long chain, and a peptide is just a short chain. They come from plants, from animals, from bacteria. Some of the ones we work with come from honeybee venom or from frog skin or from humans or even from cow's milk. The idea is that these peptides get secreted and they target the bacterial membrane. So just like you know, different types of cells have different types of lipids, these are specific for bacterial lipids and not human lipids. So they or, can kill the bacteria? Yeah, and the idea is once they get into the membrane, they sort of poke holes in it and kind of like popping the bag. It releases all the nutrients of the cell and kills the bacteria. How on earth do you study such <laughs> tiny little structures? We want to measure the mass of these particles. And so we use this technique called mass spectrometry. And specifically, we use uh, a type of mass spectrometry called native mass spectrometry or native MS. And the idea is we want to gently transfer these particles from solution, where we study them in, in water, uh, into a vacuum, where we're going to study them as ions. Uh, it's not easy to do. It took us a while to figure out how to do this without things falling apart. And there's little tricks we have to play, like adding different types of reagents to help stabilize things. Um, but once we get them in the mass spectrometer, we can keep the whole thing intact from the instrument, be able to measure the mass of these little nanoparticles with, and with the peptides embedded. So suppose you completely understand the structure of um, one or more of these peptides. What are you going to do with them next? How do you develop them as, as useful yeah. drugs, basically? These peptides, even though they're secreted uh, very broadly in nature, haven't made very good drugs. They get used sometimes in topicals, so skin-based treatments or in like eye drops, but they don't do well when they get in the body. They get degraded pretty quickly. And so our thought is, by understanding these and, and understanding how they work, we could potentially use that to inform drug development and drug delivery. Um, so if we can understand the toxicity, we can think about how we build drugs that act in a similar fashion. If we can understand the selectivity, we think we could use that to develop 
other sorts of uh, nanoparticles or even using these nanodisks as a way to deliver these particles where it'll protect it but still have that toxic effect on bacteria that we want. I see. So this really detailed understanding of how these peptides sit in membranes, how they interact with membranes um, from animals, from from humans, gives you the possibility of working with, I suppose, with other labs to actually develop them. Yeah, hopefully with some groups here on campus. And in the best of all possible worlds, how long would it take, do you think, to get from the knowledge that comes from your lab's work to an application in in the therapeutic world? We'll say maybe one R01. <laughs> <laughs> one grant from the one NIH. One grant from the NIH. <laughs> I see. Well, thank you very much. This is really fascinating. Yeah. I wish you well. We've been talking with Michael Marty from Chemistry and Biochemistry. You can hear this and all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert.